Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Here I am with episode 7 of Check Out the Series. I am so excited. Can you like hear it in my voice? I honestly was trying to um, (laughs) try my best to drag it out as long as possible before I started watching this. Um, But fans of the show seem to be very excited about this episode. So I am going to try and be positive. But then again, I didn't check on Twitter after this episode came out if anyone was still positive because um i i try not to go on twitter after a show airs and like before i watch it because i don't want twitter to like corrupt how i view uh, the show but yes let's go with episode seven um i'm hoping i'm hoping i'm hoping that what i read about t doesn't actually happen because again t so far has been a sympathetic character he's been a character i really felt for he's been a character that i felt um has has been wronged because he has shown himself to be very nice and they're of course gonna try and find ways to justify the relationship between Donal and nine and one of the ways is of course t is a bad guy and prey is a bad girl (laughs) and the way they do that is talking about the fact that she's bipolar like that's why she acts like that that was a disgusting line that was a horrible line and um yeah that that definitely puts a lot of stigma on mental health and that the fact that that was even seen as okay was i'm just really upset about it Um, but yeah, let's get into episode seven of check out the series, the uncut version, because it's edgy. (laughs) So real quick, I want to go over the uh, sponsors for check out the series. It's because I've been going over sort of was checking out the sponsors for vice versa, especially since they're connected to GMM TV. And I feel like the GMM TV has a lot more, um, money that they can gain from sponsors and a lot more brand partnerships that they can do with sponsors um especially since their actors are in so many of the ads for so many of the products that i felt like there's things that they really could have worked with to incorporate in the storyline with vice versa even better but now um let's check out the sponsors for checkout we already know dream world is a sponsor and we know that because there was an entire episode fucking dedicated to dream world like i really don't believe that was needed they didn't need an entire episode at dream world i see that one of the sponsors is skin hospital i can't wait to see how this is used it's probably going to be um one of the actors talking about what they want to do with their skin probably something about lightening their skin and uh they're going to talk about going to the skin hospital we might even see them visit it or maybe that would be one of the people who pays them for an ad who knows um let's see air asia are they going to go on a flight (laughs) 
Is that what Asia is? Are they gonna go on a flight? I guess we'll find out. I don't know what Deviate and Bangkok Land is. Um, I know we've seen Shields. I believe we've seen Shields before. Um, and I think the Nice NYCE um, is that the the package that they keep showing, but no one actually shows what's in it. Uh, is that what that is? And once yachting, so I'm expecting an episode where they're out on the water because it's called yachting and there's sales um, on those. Um, Guy La Roche Paris, is that a clothing line or something? I don't know. I don't keep up with brands like that. Um, and the new era for printing. So I'm sure that's Pantom's already come up or something and I just didn't notice. So yeah, a lot of brands that here's the thing. I like the way checkout the series incorporates brands in its storyline with them being a media company and they're doing brand shoots and stuff for companies or they're doing advertising for companies it's a really great idea it's really fresh and it's really interesting um way to do the adverts even though they still of course stop to sell the products but it's like a really cool way to incorporate all these things (sighs) what i don't like especially is an entire episode at Dreamworld, like the only thing I can compare it to is Hormone Season One, where they go to the Big Mountain um, Music Festival. But even then, like the way that was incorporated was really cool because one group they're going because um, they're actually going to get to play a small stage at the Big Mountain Music Festival. The show even takes time to like show the different bands, but it's like the kids going to see their bands and um, everybody kind of coming together, friendships being like reforged, and one person going and being by himself and realizing he's no longer a part of his friendship groups, like he's kind of lost his groups. Um, and then of course the final song with big ass and it's like amazing and everyone is singing and you, you can see like all it's, it's like focusing on everyone and like where they're going for the next season, like that ending of the first season, um, the way it's done. And then the fact that the music for the second season, that song is done by big ass. It kind of brings it all together. And it's the big music, the big Mountain music festival is done in a way in that, that it doesn't feel like it's taking away from the story. It really feels incorporated in the story. So (laughs) I'm sorry, this is really long, but so, but that is why at first I was kind of excited to see what they were doing with the products, with the fact that they're creating advertisements, advertisements for the products because I'm like, wow, they're really finding a way to incorporate it in the story. And it's like, no, they're not. And they lost me. They really stopped for ads still. And it's, it's just sad. Let's continue with the show. I'm confused. Are they starting back at the, oh God. So they're starting back with him getting the prize and they're sitting there and then they go off to go take pictures, don't they? I'm gonna play paintball now. Okay. We're still at Dreamworld. I thought we'd have been gone for Dreamworld by now. And now we're stopping to watch them do bumper cars. And like, so are they just showing off all the ads at Dreamworld? They were like, we have so many free rides. We need to get as many shots in as possible on these free rides. And they're the only ones on some of the rides. 
what's interesting about this um not just this but um a, some other series that are being shot now because they go to real places like the malls and stuff they actually do show um people in the backgrounds in masks because it's covid but of course like this is a world where covid doesn't exist yeah this boy falls at the drop of a hat there's a small slight push and oh no i'm dramatic i am falling catch me nine like why but i did notice some little things here and there like in the water um on the water ride nine putting his hand over on danao's head um and t didn't do that t didn't even think about trying to protect danao in any way and then of course he was just closer to danao so he was able to catch him so did you get hurt <laughs> because you dramatically fell as someone bumped and this is the thing the guy bumped him and didn't even go oh my gosh i'm sorry just kept walking I think one of the issues I have is the theme music. It's like very dramatic. And so it's kind of the music I'm expecting as like this really dramatic soap opera like show. And instead it's not really a soap opera really. It's trying to be like this. It's trying to have like all these comedic qualities that honestly as far as I'm concerned it didn't need. Like, get rid of the comedy and just make this a really serious drama. I think it would have been better that way. Wasn't his phone dead? Am I mistaken? Isn't it that his phone is dead? Because he's taking pictures now. And I thought his phone... Did he charge it? I guess he charged it. Eh. Did they use... Did they use... Nine's camera to take pictures of Prue? Prue? Like, they used his camera... And they didn't delete that ish? Yo! Because <laughs> they don't know how to get rid of the evidence? Yo! Supposed just gonna have to tell them the truth. And I'm sure because this is a show about no one telling the truth, that they're gonna hide it as long as possible. But jeez! So they took pictures of her in a camera he has access to, probably his camera and left the pictures no one went through and deleted like i'm thinking they're gonna file a find a file on the computer or see her photos and figure it out but no they left it on the camera candy is so two-faced to me um i mean because she of course is helping prayer but she's also freaking helping nine with everything and the cheating he's doing or wanting to do hopefully she and boat works out i guess Okay, no. Alright, Nine and his bullshit. Nine and his bullshit. He wants to know how he and Prayo can still be together if they're still suspicious of each other. You cheated on her! You can claim that you're suspicious of her too because she left you before for another guy. But you decided to forgive her. You decided to get back with her and then you decided to pursue a relationship with someone else while you were with her you made those decisions and then lied to her like <laughs> nine and his bullshit he's making <laughs> he's talking about oh we don't trust each other well you haven't done anything trustworthy have you like have you 
she could tell that something was going on. She could tell you were acting suspicious from the beginning. And you continued with your bullshit and you're trying to pin it back on her? The way they've treated her in this show to give her this villain arc is is sad. It's sad. I I would have rather she just not exist as a character at all. Or she continue to be the ex-girlfriend who's trying to get with him while he's also trying to get with this other guy. And instead, it's a who will he choose show instead of him getting with this girl as if he's forgiven and forgotten and then cheat on her and then get mad that she's getting suspicious of him and his fucked up behavior. Oh gosh. And if you don't have any feelings for her, leave her so she can go get someone else. Like, oh my God. Nine is trash. (laughs) Real quick, I just wanna say I've never seen a drunk person turn on the lights to a room. (laughs) Cause when I used to get drunk, those lights stayed off. I didn't need lights. Like that's just going to bother me. Oh no, she's home. Prayo, you're home. Okay, so the scene with Prayo coming um into the room, hopping on nine, and kissing him and stuff while he's drunk. This is complicated because should you attempt in a course with someone while they're drunk even if you're in a relationship with them maybe not well <laughs> but the thing is if they've already kind of established in their relationship like yo even when i'm drunk if i'm into it we're good then it's it's okay like as long as you have set those rules in your relationship so like yeah if you set rules in your relationship that hey as long as i'm into it even if i'm drunk we're good to keep going then it's shady but it's okay in my opinion um i don't kink shame um and so if it is that they actually have established a rule that even if he's drunk or if she's drunk they're good with if as long as i'm okay with it we keep going it would make sense why she's like hopping on top of him kissing him and she's confused why he's pushing her off because maybe this is something they've done all the time and him pushing her off is like wait what the hell like you're pushing me away i thought we were good now if it's something that was not established beforehand then what she's doing is wrong that's that's kind of where it is um but it seems like because of the way she reacted to him pushing her off that this is not normal like usually they're good with things like this because the way she like put his head on the pillow and everything looked like she was being very caring towards him so um if that is the case <laughs> then if that's not the case i mean where is this is supposed to show how prayo is a bad person <laughs> i can't i can't even it's like guy equivalent it's like um Pat from Raising Dion, when it's established that he, spoiler alert, is the bad guy, it sort of felt 
out of nowhere because in the beginning he really seemed to just be like a really good friend to this woman's dead husband and maybe he has a thing for her by the end of the day he is still her dead husband's friend and he understands that his position is as a friend and not as some boyfriend so when he like he's the villain and he's trying to get with her was confusing to me because it showed him like dating and killing the girl he was dating <laughs> but dating and stuff like that before so it's like what the hell so was he after his dead friend's girlfriend this the girlfriend wife this whole time like trying to be a second dad to, <laughs> to his dead friend who he murdered um well not murdered but made into energy son like what is this so um yeah that that's what this feels like they're trying to make her into this horrible person but i'm just sitting here like (sighs) they're trying to make her like the chick from together with me the series I think I've brought her up before because I think they did a better job in establishing her as a bad guy. Where in the beginning, from the beginning, you was like, this chick is fake. I do not like her. She is fake. And then we see her facade unravel slowly and we see how she puts on this facade for um, Nock. But then she turns into a different person when he's not watching and because we see the facade unraveling we know who she really is and we know about the things she's plotted to try and keep knock in her life because he makes her look good um they're trying to do that but they're doing a very bad job at it because their main characters are assholes from the beginning with corn and knock we can see knock really feeling sorry for what he did and wanting to make it up to his girlfriend um and then having these conflicting feelings because he's realizing he really likes his childhood best friend and he's trying to figure out how he feels and what to do what is the right thing to do um to the point where he's like i i I need to stop seeing you and really focus on my relationship with her and then realizing oh she doesn't actually know anything about me she doesn't seem to care about me i mean I told her I'm allergic to shrimp and here she is feeding me shrimp. Um, And so him realizing this isn't right because she doesn't actually care about me. And then um, growing into a relationship with corn. (sighs) At least then like it, it, it made sense because we actually saw the facade unravel. In this, it just shows a girl who's being gaslit over and over again and being told she's wrong when she's right and everyone around her is a part of this damn plot (laughs) that's what i'm seeing and it's the and then the fact that they try to use mental illness as if it justifies the way she has been treated like and Oh God. All right. Okay. Okay. Hold on. All right. So nine has figured out ice is the one who was taking the pictures of Freo. Um, because bullet is bad at taking pictures, which he has admitted. Um, now 
So he figured out that it was Ice. Ice doesn't want anyone to know he's good at taking pictures. They've agreed to keep it a secret in this tiny room where everyone should be able to hear them talking. I'm supposed to believe that no one, unless the other guys have already put their headphones in already, there is no way they did not hear them talking. But also, and this is very important for me, that whole conversation with Ice where Danao is telling Ice he needs to get the work done and then T, T comes in and is like, oh, Danao is very mean. Like, are you sure you're going to be able to complete the work? Why did we need that scene except for running past that? Was that supposed to show something? Was that, because I don't feel like it showed anything. Was that supposed to show some kind of interaction between the characters? I mean, we go, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Because I didn't feel that. I didn't get that. Was that what they were going for? Was there supposed to be like, like, I'm going to use Kim Porsche as an example. The scene where um, Vegas uh, and Porsche are in the bathroom and Vegas just starts to kiss Porsche. Um, and Kin comes in, catches the whole thing and chases everyone out. We see the way Porsche looks at Kin the whole time. He's looking at Kin like, you are my savior. He has a, a gleam in his eyes. He has a smile on his face. He's so excited. And the second Kin starts speaking negatively to him as if what Vegas did was Porsche's fault. We saw the way that everything dropped. His whole face dropped. The mood changed with him. We got to feel all of that. So, so was it that this scene was supposed to be Danau talking to Ice firmly and Ice is really like hurt or really upset by the whole thing and then when T comes in and goes you know he's very mean you know are you are you going to be able to complete the work Ice feels relieved and feels like someone is on his side was that the look that was supposed to be given because I got nothing from that that entire thing was bland oh gosh and again in cases like this i don't like blaming the actors because it's not fully their fault it's not fully their fault it's casting director's fault it's director's fault because if you're not if you don't have a good director you don't have good actors the one of the big issues is that it feels it feels a lot like this was the first good shot they got where everyone just did their lines correctly and they went okay next scene all right, we're done here. All right, let's move on to the next thing. Like, <sighs> I can't. How are they shouting at the doorway and no one hears them on the inside? They're gonna kiss. They're gonna kiss. Um. <sighs> All right, where do I start with this? So, nine agreeing to be Ice's like mentor makes sense you know ice has shown that he does have an eye for photography and you know hey let's mentor you in this because you're really strong in this and um this is what you can build your portfolio on so i'm going to teach you blah 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 here's how you set up a scene all right fix the lighting all great the fact that danelle is out there watching this to me this was so innocent and so simple that i don't understand how this is being misconstrued into anything else especially since they should be able to hear 
clearly nine explaining what they're setting up all right adjust the lighting you know they so this like whole what what would this this whole situation makes no sense as to why Danao will think it's anything but innocent it looks innocent there's no there's nothing about this situation it's like oh, okay this could be something else versus y'all leaning on each other in there and like falling asleep together well i should be happy at least they're not still at dream world now that they've replayed that scene at the picture place again with Dano knocking into the man, the fact that that man just kind of looked back and just kept walking and his girl is looking back like, yo, is he okay? And did she stay with him? Like, my man bumps into people and just walks away. He doesn't say excuse me or nothing. He doesn't check if they're okay. He just keeps walking. <laughs> this slowing down of the Heimlich maneuver is like... Why? 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 And now I'm confused by the flashback because I assumed that this day that they're currently in was the first day that Ice did photography with Nine. Now there's a flashback where he wants to go do photography with Nine, but he has paperwork that he needs to help with and also does Danau think a uh, intern is just free labor when an intern is someone who's there to learn the job like he's treating him like all right you are free labor now do all this paperwork <laughs> which is the problem with internships currently they they just get free labor and um they don't gotta pay them um, because these kids are just trying to get their college credits so that they can graduate. <laughs> Soapbox removing. I'm sorry. He remembered him from the theme park from them accidentally bumping, bumping into each other real quick. What is happening? <sighs> oh, God. All right. So that whole scene with Prue. Was I how was I supposed to look at her? Because I felt sorry for her. Like, it again shows that she needs help. Um, like, she definitely would have needed help. Do I think he should stay with her out of pity? No. Don't stay with her out of pity. But still, make sure she get the help, gets the help that she needs. If she's ready to take pills because people find out she's dating and she's losing work um, because of it. Get her help. Get her support. Be there. Let her know you can't be there as a boyfriend, but you can be there as a friend. You can be there as um, part of her support system. <laughs> but you don't need to be with her for that. And I guess that's that's the <laughs> the story of this this whole show. Um, if you think someone needs therapy, help them get therapy. <laughs> Because that's what they're not doing. And instead, he really seems to um, despise her. And it's like, if you despise her, why do you keep putting yourself in... Like, I don't want to say he's putting himself in the position, but he kind of is. Yeah, she came into your house. But when she's saying she want to get back together and stuff, you should have been saying, no, you need help. You need to leave. We need to get you help. <laughs> we need, You need to get better. 
um, and get yourself to a better place so that you realize you don't need me and you don't want me. Then again, if characters had therapy, maybe they'd... Act- no, because you can still have really complex characters who make horrible decisions and choices and still show them, like, in therapy, getting better emotionally. Because there's shows that do that and show just the complexities of being human. But Preo's character, it's like, they're just trying to go with, look, see, she's crazy. And and I'm supposed to feel for Nine with that. Like... It makes me sympathize more and more with Preo and Preo and realize she doesn't have the support system she needs and she's stuck with this bastard. And that damn girl Candy. So T has finally caught them kissing. I've been waiting for this. Because I'm like, T has to know that something is up. He doesn't seem like a stupid character. Um, so yeah, finally caught them kissing. Will he actually say anything or will he stay quiet and plot something? Let's find out. Okay, so real quick. Um, they showed an establishing shot again. Something they always do. They show the establishing shot of the exterior and then go back to the interior and the guys are still in the office. This time I feel like it's supposed to be a different day where T is confronting Nine about um, Danelle. Um, but I'm like, should it, should have there have been something in between to show the day change? Like, could the kiss have been at night? Like they were still at the office that night and then we're seeing the next day just to show the transition to a new day. And the, instead of me having to look at the fact that, oh, they're wearing different clothes. So it must be a new day. Cause like so many other shows, like Degrassi, um, Degrassi, the next generation, mainly because that's the one I watched. Um, they, everything's taking place in the school, right? But they find different ways to show you it's the next day, not just the change of clothes, but they will like have a scene showing it's the next day because everyone is showing up at school again and saying, you know, good morning. They'll show you it's transitioning to the afternoon and everyone's going home because it's the final bell and everyone's leaving um, campus. They find different ways to show you this one. They didn't show us that it was a new day. I have to use the shirts and go, I guess this is a new day and put that in mind. Again, bad directing, bad editing. (laughs) And another way some shows actually will show you it's a new day. They'll do the whole establishing shot thing and they'll show like the moon go up, then the moon go down, then the sun coming up the next day to show you that, you know, a new day is passing by and it will just like um have everything go at like a faster speed just to show you like look the night is passing it's the next day you know something just to establish that this is a new day other than me going oh they're wearing different shirts (laughs) the subtitles the subtitles he only said he'd be in a relationship with you to sarcastic me with you to sarcastic me <laughs> how do we translate this word I don't know let's use google translate you're telling me no one proofread and went wait 
pause that sentence don't make any sense <laughs> we can't put that sentence out all right so yeah t is finally like um talking to nine about Danero and the fact that um he feels like he has some claim over him because they're dating and nine is like you know he hasn't said he's officially with you so you know i can still have feelings for him and pursue him um is nine completely wrong no i mean if you guys haven't said you're going steady then yeah other people can still pursue and yeah that person should be able to date other people until they figured out what they want i guess but this is hilarious <laughs> this is hilarious but yeah t's finally confronted nine nine's acting like a cocky asshole and um because i know t's gonna win in the end because that's what the show has established like it's so romantic look at them they were meant to be zero sense how just falling on each other makes it romantic and meant to be but whatever (laughs) how many times have you like helped someone and do you think back to that situation like someone fell fell and you caught them real quick just a random stranger you just help them real quick and you're like all right bye and then all of a sudden someone fell and you help that random stranger real quick years later and you're like it's you like no okay so that confrontation scene was very short and now it's nighttime like that um no one of the issues the only issue i really have with the confrontation scene it's not really an issue like yeah i can see him confronting nine because they're supposed to be friends and nine is going after the guy he likes as well who he's trying to pursue a relationship with um and dating but that's not who he needs to talk to he needs to talk to dinner like hey do you have feelings for nine as well or like what's going on here um so that he can knows where he knows he knows he can know where he stands with dinner like no one no one thinks clearly okay so now i'm confused again hold on let me just keep watching let me not assume anything because we're seeing a series now of a montage of a bunch of different things that happen and i'm just wondering when oh god he's asking him to avoid nine just come right out and ask him he needs to just come right out and ask him like hey so i saw you kissing nine i mean i guess he did try to ask him and denial chases change the subject Alright guys, it's time for another sponsored product. This seems to be some form of fire noodles. And they're going to show us not only how to prepare it, but how simple it is to be prepared even if you don't have a kitchen. All you need is a pair of scissors. We already provide the bowl. And you just open up the noodles and the sauce packet. Pour the sauce right onto the noodles with the seasoning and then pour your water. Now, will the... Is the water hot? Oh, you pour the water in two containers. <laughs> you stack it back together, I'm guessing. Oh, no, there's a heat thing that automatically... Whoa! This is magic in a box, actually. So you put some water in the bottom. You put that heat thing to heat it up. It heat, And then you put your noodles thing on top of that. It boils 
the noodles in the plastic container and then you eat it that's actually magic in a box and i would like it there's gonna be a line about how delicious it smells i, I know oh even better he's describing exactly what it is and reading off the label and how simple it is to prepare you don't even need hot water look at all that all right so this is what i want this is what i want if nine is going to actually pursue Danelle, and nine and t already know what's up i would like them to both actually sit down with Danelle and talk to him about it and like come up with a deal with the pursuing like um either you're asking him to choose one of you right then and now or to date both of you and then whenever he's ready he can choose whoever or i don't know y'all just keep dating dating both of y'all till y'all die like that it is whatever it is but like it's also Janelle's fault he's not being honest as well i wish he was being honest but uh, this whole thing is a mess <laughs> this whole thing is a mess Yes, isn't this where we left off in the last episode where there was a news article and then now it's finally coming up? Hold on. How far are we in the episode? We are at 53 minutes, 26 seconds. And it's now popping up? They're not even hiding anymore. There's just no hiding anymore. Like, Boat obviously knows. Ice now knows because, unless he's an idiot, but he, she was searching for Denial's death. Uh, <laughs> did they just do that slow music playing and him catching oh god oh god oh boy all those moments together anyway T knows like it's just it's not even a secret anymore they just they just out here they should have just kept the slow music playing to even him walking in and then fade it out for when he starts talking to him he gets slapped <laughs> Oh god, why is he crying over trash? This seems like a clear way to, like, I, well, I guess he also lied about the girl. And then T just pushes him aside. Oh my god, this whole thing. Oh. I guess this wasn't supposed to be funny, but I'm laughing. And then he's like half dressed, his shirt's like falling off. He's walking out with T. Oh, this whole thing. But this also seems like an easy misunderstanding to clear up. Like, he could have said, um, I don't know, these pictures are old. Something, I don't know. I agree with them no longer being friends. I, I agree with them no longer being friends because Candy is shady and Candy is two-faced. Candy knew this whole time and didn't say anything. And this is supposed to be your friend. Like, hold on. Oh, pour the ice on her too. I'm okay with this. <laughs> I, I'm mostly joking. It's never okay, but I'm okay with it in the sense that I can understand Prayer's perspective of being so hurt by this whole situation that she is acting out. Why? She has zero support system. Again, I'm going to use Together With Me um, the series. As an example, I can't remember this girl's name. I'm never looking her up. I just <laughs> just know we all hate her. But she had a support system. And her support system was all was telling her, like, oh, yeah, this all makes sense. We're going to get back at these guys. And we're going to maintain our relationships with this guy and this guy and this guy. And, and we're going to um, 
hurt these guys um, so that he will get back with you. Like, she had a support system that was telling her this was okay. So in the end, we don't have to feel sorry for her because she's surrounding herself with bad people. Well, not entirely, not everyone bad, but, um, and the persons who did decide to go away from her because they realized, okay, yeah, she's leading us down the wrong path. It made sense because she was getting her comeuppance. In this case, Prue just has no support system. Everyone is lying to her. Everyone is, is, is treating her like this. So of course she acts out crazily. She has no support. She doesn't have anyone she can trust. Her boyfriend is cheating on her. The person who's supposed to be her best friend is keeping secrets, uh, keeping secrets about the knowledge she has about the cheating from her. And I, I just feel so sorry for her character that no matter how they're trying to make her look evil, I can't get over everything else they've done to her. Everything else they've put her through? And I'm supposed to turn around and be like, oh, look at her. She's so evil. <sighs> Nine hasn't really shown remorse. He's just shown that he has contempt for her. And it's like, if you have contempt, why are you putting her through this? Why, why are you putting her through this? Just leave already. Kick her out. Change the locks. Like, if you need to be harsh, be harsh. But you're just dragging this on and you're putting her through more pain. I don't feel sorry for Candy. Not one bit. Are they sure Calvin Klein isn't a sponsor? Because I've seen a lot of Calvin Kleins. Did they blur her breasts a bit? Like, I... I... Did, did they... But yeah, them putting, well, him putting back on their clothes and like, you know, of course, the whole crying, her kissing him while crying, trying to strip him down, stripping herself down and him not, um, you know, reciprocating her kisses and all that. And of course, him finally saying, I don't have feelings for you anymore. <laughs> it took a lot, it took a lot to get there. It took a lot, a lot out of me just to get to this part um because it's something that of course needed to happen with them earlier and finally he's reached his breaking point poor him like um but it also just shows how i want to say like how desperate prayer is as well because she's trying to hold on to probably the only person she thinks she has left and he's not wanting to hold on to her because he's already mentally moved on i wonder how long until the next episode gets to this scene <laughs> because i've I, the way it's been going it looks like it takes like 50 minutes to get to something they showed in the last episode oh god that 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 knows just going down his nose Ugh. the mucus just rolling so the only thing though for me is I'm suspicious as it's not suspicious I'm wondering what his tears are for like are his tears for the end of this relationship because he seemed to already have been over the relationship he told Candy he thinks he's ready to break up with her 
Um, so are his tears for the end of the relationship or are his tears because he feels hurt for her, um, affecting the relationship he was trying to grow with Danu? Um, is that why he is crying? Cause she's crying cause it's the end of the relationship and she's feeling like she's done everything right this time in their relationship and it's still all wrong from his from it's all wrong it's going wrong even though she feels like she did the right things in this go around but is are his tears because it's like it's finally the end and it's finally to let go or his tears because he is so hurt and from hurting daniel like he wants to make it up to him as well and he is ended the relationship not because well yes because it's the end but also because of the pain it affects the relationship he's trying to go into next. Dude, you need to be single for like a year and then come back to this relationship thing. Because Jesus. All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming on this long as hell journey with me. Let's check out the series episode seven. What did you think of this episode? Let me know on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can follow through the link tree that is going to be in the description box to the wherever it is. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a wonderful morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, whatever it is, wherever you are.